Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You are here for episode number 325. And happy Thanksgiving, because I know that you will be listening to this either on Thanksgiving or perhaps slightly afterwards. But I am recording for yesterday, Thanksgiving Eve, as I think we need to start calling it. And I'm recording that here on the afternoon of Thanksgiving. Now, I wanted to record this earlier yesterday, or well, actually earlier today for yesterday, but slept in a little bit and then it was time to get the turkey into the crock pot. Yes, we're going turkey light this year with a turkey breast in the crock pot. And um, that took a little while, then had to get to the grocery store. And finally, here I am in the lull between the um, preparing to cook or the starting of the cooking and the cooking proper, followed by the eating and then the traditional movie going as a family. So that's what's on tap for today. But I'm here to talk to you about yesterday, which, as I am calling it, is Thanksgiving Eve. And how I kept yesterday my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God on Thanksgiving Eve. Now, if you listen to yesterday's podcast that I recorded for Tuesday, I mentioned that I was in my classroom and I was um, not super happy to be at school yesterday. The traffic was great in the morning because everybody and their brother who could take off did take off, including most of the other school districts, possibly every school district in the greater Columbus area. But there we were, and uh, perhaps needless to say, quite a few of my students were absent. Now, just an aside, I do think we need to start calling it Thanksgiving Eve, because the Wednesday before Thanksgiving just doesn't sound that exciting. And it is always a Wednesday, and here's the deal. I think more and more people schools especially and office places are considering the Wednesday before Thanksgiving much like the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve. I mean, no one really works on Christmas Eve unless you're in retail or you're in a store or something like that. And then you close early, right? But I think the night before Thanksgiving is becoming similar. We travel, we prepare food, we do everything but actually focus on the work that we do, schoolwork included. So join me, if you will, to call it Thanksgiving Eve. Well, yesterday, two things about the day. The first, as I mentioned in the title, had to do with my third period. Now, I don't usually single out classes by class period, except when something exceptional happens. And yesterday, that was the case. So third period yesterday was the first period that I taught, and in my other four periods, four, five, six, and seven, yes, which do go in a row with only a 25-minute lunch period to uh, interrupt and take a break, I was going to show videos on Thanksgiving or giving thanks on gratitude, the A.J. Jacobs video that I referred to in yesterday's podcast. But I couldn't do that in third period because... They put out, they meaning our admissions office, put out an email a few days earlier saying, hey, we have some 7th and 8th grade students that would like to come and shadow for a day. Now, we have 8th grade days for our feeder schools, and I did not have to participate in that this year, nor for the last few years. Usually they 
plan teachers and have these students come by and visit on these eighth grade days. And I didn't have to do that. So I thought, well, you know, I will do my duty for the school. I will be of service. And I volunteered yesterday to have students come and visit. Now, originally it was supposed to be three students, but I guess not enough teachers responded on the day before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve, right? And um, so they doubled my number, which was fine because my third period class is relatively small, 24 students, I think. I knew there would be more than a couple absent, and I forget how many were actually absent yesterday. So I knew I would have the seats. And I knew that I had an activity that I could do that actually was going to be my normal, natural activity for my classes that I would have done in my other classes yesterday, but wanted to wait until after break when we had all of the students there and and so forth. So I was so pleased with my third period class yesterday, and it really was because they were hospitable to these visiting students. The six students showed up. They were all boys and very funny kids, some of them. One of them said immediately, do you know my sister? My sister is such and such. Do you have her? I said, yes. And he's like, you know, got a big smile on his face. And I guess that's important. Um, But I paired them up with... um, boys, these are freshman boys who were in my class. They sat next to them and we did an activity that I thought was a a pretty good one. It was interactive. It was informative. It was interesting. We were able to do it in the time period allotted, uh, which was a a somewhat shorter class period. Um, Basically not to get too into the weeds, but we're talking about different biblical translations with my freshmen. Six of them, I put the same passage from Matthew, the um, don't criticize the splinter in your neighbor's eye when you have a log in your own eye. You've probably heard that passage. It's in the Sermon on the Mount, actually. But um, I put that in six different translations, highlighted um, like five different words in the translations and gave them a chart and they had to put them side by side. And it's an interesting activity to see how different translations shake out in in different ways. Um, And it worked really well. And we had enough time at the end of the class to process it a little bit and um, I think it was just a really good class and and it was because my third period students were so hospitable. The six boys who worked with the guests, they did a great job in in including them and the other students, the girls and the the boys who didn't get paired up, um, they were good in in just staying focused and it was just a really good class and I think it's those kind of memories or experiences that students visiting the school have, that we are a hospitable school. And I I think that is one of our core values. Hospitality is a gospel value. Jesus was doing it all the time, welcoming people of all kinds of different backgrounds. And I am glad that my third period, on a day when my other classes were a little bit off kilter and a little bit uh, jazzed up, which freshmen usually are whenever the schedule is is different, this third period did a did a great job. So kudos if there are any third period people, students listening, because I know there are a few students that listen to this podcast. So shout out to you. Well, I had one more God presence moment, and I'm going to keep this one brief because I'm kind of a mixed mind of this because I'm not a huge fan of celebrating Christmas early. I'm a big Advent fan, which I'll talk about a week from this Sunday when Advent uh, arrives. But I think Advent is really important. And I like to try to de-emphasize the Christmas celebration before, well, Christmas Eve. And um, I know it's hard in our society, but I try to do it. And I'll say more about that, I'm sure, later on. 
But I was out last night picking up a few last-minute Thanksgiving dinner items over at a local um, shopping area. And uh, Columbus, just as an aside, especially the part of Columbus where I live, is known for two really pretty impressive shopping areas. One is very close to where I live, called Easton. Live on the east side, northeast side of Columbus is where I am and where the shopping center is. And the other is called Polaris, which is to the north, Polaris, North Star. I live a little further away from that. But Easton is, is in large part an outdoor, one of those um, outdoor areas which, you know, have streets and kind of a neighborhood feel and, and so forth. So I was walking through that last night and I came to the town square, which in the summertime has an interactive spray fountain. But in the wintertime, that goes away for obvious reasons. And a Christmas tree sprouts up and it was beautiful. LED lights, no ornaments, which seemed kind of curious. I'll get to that in a moment. And uh, this was the first time I had seen the tree lit. I guess they lit it a few days ago and I'm sure it was a big to-do with lots of traffic and parking issues and so forth. Anyway, so I was walking by, taking a picture of the tree and suddenly it came to life. Now, I don't mean like a tree monster, okay? But it started playing music and the lights started moving. Now, I'm not going to go into detail here because I really do want you to see the video. I'm going to text the video out and tweet it out and put it on the Facebook page because it really is quite something. And it was an absolute surprise. And that's the God presence moment for me. That Here I was, I just walked up and took one still picture of the tree. And then suddenly, whoa, it became like magic. Now I know it wasn't truly magic. It's computers and LED lights and timing and all of that, but it really was quite something. And one of the fun parts about the video is as the music starts playing, you'll see there's a little girl, uh, probably, I don't know, three years old, four years old, who starts dancing by the tree. And I saw her parents off to the side video, videotaping her doing that. And it was, uh, I'm sure, a high point of their day as well. And maybe a God presence moment for them. And even if they didn't maybe call it that, but it definitely was for me. And again, I, I share this with a bit of skepticism because I'm not a huge fan of the over-commercialization of Christmas and the vast amounts of money and the decorations and the blah, blah, blah. But still, it was pretty darn cool. And I, I think the surprise part of it for me was the, the GPM, the God presence moment. So again, check out the video. It really is quite something. And if you live here in the Columbus area, go by and see the tree. Imagine it might have other music it plays and other light dances that it does, but just have to go check that out. Anyway, so to close and to get on with my Thanksgiving Day festivities, two things. One is uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, what are your traditions? What do you do? What did you do this Thanksgiving Eve? A couple yesterday, um, if you're listening to it on Thanksgiving. Um, how did you experience God's presence in the moments of preparation for Thanksgiving? And then um, Christmas celebrations, decorations, especially this time of year. How do you feel about those? And do they um, um, show to you God's presence? And what surprises have you had with regards to Christmas decorations, especially this early pre-Thanksgiving? Uh, well, now it is Thanksgiving, but yesterday was pre-Thanksgiving. Pre-Thanksgiving especially. So, as always, thank you for listening. I am resolving over my Thanksgiving holiday weekend to record the podcast in the evenings 
So I hope to get back into that cycle and uh, talk to you later. Blessings and peace. Thank you.